0: Good evening, welcome back to another episode I'm your host, The Messenger John Rosenberg, live from Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida Once again, it's on, people Shout out to Kwame Brown for exposing those better male, those female males Stephen A. Smith, who make his career degrading black men Especially this brother here, Kwame Brown Now he's giving you his mama seasoning How you like them apples now? You see, you poke at a lion, he's gonna bite your fingers off. Stop poking at, at lions over here. Once again, uh, this is not about Kwame Brown, it's not about Stephen A. Smith. Uh, this is the thug life. This whole segment, gonna, I'm gonna dedicate this um, st- segment to thug life. What is the impact? Where does it come from? What's the future hope for us, you know, we're just living this thug life mentality? There's a lot of components go to this thug life narrative. It's a false narrative. Um, the media like to promote it, but we fall for it all the time. We as black, I blame our preachers, our politicians who follow through, follow suit. So you ask yourself, where does this thug life mentality? Where does it come from? Where does it stem from? Now. You know about the history of this country. Those of us who study history, you know what I'm going with this. This redneck, he comes straight from the redneck culture. And that redneck culture was brought here by those crackers, which is the lower class English people that came out of England. And those lower class Irish that came from Ireland, they brought those redneck culture to America. And two, also, it came from the Italian during the early 1900. This gangster lifestyle, this thug life, because during the Prohibition, when they they, uh, they, they you couldn't sell alcohol, and bootleggers was going out there living that thug life. So there was that was the mafia, but, but the Italian mafia, like Costa Nostra. So that if you're t- Italian, I'm not saying all Italian prescribe to this like Costa Nostra. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying all Italians subscribe to this gangster lifestyle, this thug lifestyle. I'm not saying all. Oh, I'm just saying there's a there's a good percentage of them that subscribe to that. But that being said, the great the greatest thug of all time is in the Vatican. They reside in the Vatican. That's where the greatest thugs of all time reside. The Vatican and the government, the U.S. government, allegedly, right? Allegedly. But anyhow, that being said, why do we promote Thug Life to our children? Thug Life, that, that culture, like I said, is stems from the redneck culture. So, what is the impact on, on our children? First of all, it got a tremendous impact on our spiritual health and our mental health and our physical health. Now, there are people that came from that lifestyle. Granted, I get it. That's a small percentage. Of the population, now, I will say 98% of black people do not subscribe to the thug life, thug life mentality. Just they don't subscribe to that stuff. It's a false narrative that the media like to create, and I blame primarily our preachers, uh, number two our politicians and our, our celebrities. We as black, we need to stop worshiping those celebrities. They don't worth a damn. Most of them, I'll say 98% of them don't worth a damn. Fuck what you heard, okay? Fuck what you heard. They don't work for them. Excuse my French. They do not work for them. So you guys would like to glorify your pastors and glorify your your, your celebrities like LeBron. LeBron doesn't speak for everybody else. He doesn't speak. Oprah Winfrey doesn't speak for the black community. And this guy Trevor Noah, you know how I feel about this dude. I'm not hating on him. I'm not jealous of him. But he did, he did not speak for the whole black, myself included. I do not speak for the whole uh, community. Okay, I do not speak for every black person. A lot of things they can relate, you know, because they have experienced, they have lived that. They can relate to what I'm saying. But I can speak for them because we're very diverse, you know, psychologically diverse, culturally diverse. So we're very diverse people. So I cannot speak for them. That's a disservice if I do that. But we like to do that, like Stephen A. Smith. That little oxymoron. But that being said, um, we as black have to be very careful with this thug life. I say it was popularized in the early 90s to against the rap. And your boy, you know, he's not dead. Tupac Shakur, allegedly. He's not dead. He's in Cuba, allegedly. So Tupac Shakur really popularized this thug life. He had the tattoo on his belly. And a lot of people start mimicking him because he was very prominent in the 90s. And, him, you know, he was doing movies. He was like a LeBron back in the 90s. So he was very popular. His words have power. You see, words are spirit. So when we say a word negative, they have a negative connotation, a positive connotation. So we have to be mindful. Those of us who are in the public eye, you know, you have to be mindful when we're using words. How we critique one another, especially black men critiquing other black men for money. Now, I know those white people, be- like, uh, uh, exact, you know, they put money behind your back. I get it. But you have to respect your community because you got to go back to that community. You can't downgrade the community where you came from. You can't do that. So that's you can't, you can't um, cut the hand that feeds you. So that being said, we have to be very mindful of how we use our word, myself included. That's why I say a lot of things, a right? So that being said, this thug life mentality is very detrimental to our health, mental health, spiritual health, and our physical health. We have these young people that growing up with this lifestyle, and it's all, only the two ways, to the cemetery or to the hospital. Then you're going to leave your wife, your, your family without a son, without a, you know, without a son, without a nephew, without a cousin, without a wife. We've had a girlfriend. That's how we leave these women. That's why there's a lot of single black women out here. Because a lot of those guys, they, they locked up in jail. They're doing time. They're doing football numbers. you met some of them. I've met some of them. It's not too fun upon them, but we have to address the issue, the elephant in the room. We could talk about celebrities. We talk about other people. But we're not talking about the main issue, which is crime, which is investment in the community which is education. Like Kwame said, most of those, most of those young black boys they are reading out of out of fourth grade. I thought was, I said eighth grade. No, he said no, fourth grade. He's right. I can concur to that. He's right. That is that's that's a shame. That is a shame for us as black men. Those of us who got money and in affluence. That's where you should he, he, the men say they should have a coding School in every block in the neighborhood. Coding, teaching coding, missionary, carpentry, electrician. Those are the, teaching those men how to handle a gun. Most of those, they can't even shoot a freaking gun. They can farm, teach, teach those guys how to farm, teach those guys how to fight. All those things are essential. Because the man is the head of the household, is the, the provider, the protector. That's why the word husbandry, the word husbandry, the, the etymology of the word husbandry is to maintain, is farming. That's why they get the word husband, husbandry, is to maintain. So the job of the man is to protect and to lead and to provide. But we become a society where we live, in, raising a whole bunch of females. And those women who are single, stop giving your, your son those woman traits. It is detrimental to their mental health and their physical health. Stop giving those men, those young men, who's, go, who's gonna, those young boys who's gonna grow up to be young men in the near future, who's gonna become husband. Stop giving those women traits. That's why you gotta put them among other men to, to school them. This Thug Life mentality, this Thug Life culture, I know the media like to promote it to us heavily because they wanted to distract us from coming together as one block. It's going to happen. I hope it happened before I transition. But it's going to happen. Once we get our stuff together and come under one accord, one code of conduct, it's over for them. It's It's over. It is over for them. So we need to get away from the stuck life mentality, the stuck life culture, and this thought culture that they preach to our young girls, you know, is 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 good to be. Whatever you do in your bedroom, that's between you and your partner. You don't have to bring it into a public. And these young girls, they show she they, you know, they're showing their coochie, they're showing all type of stuff that they you know, they they can show that, you know, in your private. Like it's like soft porn. Like, most of those pages are soft porn. Or strictly porn, pretty much in a way. Because they show you everything. I mean everything. You've seen everything. You don't have you don't have to wait till they get them to the bedroom. You already seen everything. There's no surprise. They don't they don't they don't give you no surprise. They show you everything up front. So that being said, we have to be very mindful. We as parents, as teachers, as educators, as pastors who preach in a pulpit, we have to address this issue. The elephant in the room. It's us, yeah, we like to blame the system. Yes, the system is rigged, it's purpose is purposely rigged against black men. Okay? Black women, they get you know degrees, they get good jobs right now, but it is 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 bad for you as a whole. Because I don't care if you're making four figures, eight figures, nine, ten figures a year after tax. You still need a, a man to protect you, to, pro, to be there for you, to lean on. A strong man has that. And that's why, you see this corona pandemic? It opened your eyes to a lot of, oh, oh, a lot of women's eyes were open. It shows them, it's not about how much Louis bag and red bottom you have in your closet. It shows them, it's not, it's not many, um, you know, this, that, and that. It's about having a man you can lean on in and, a and time, time like that. Okay, in time of need—not sexually need, but I'm just saying, just being there for you, supporting you, emotionally, just supporting you. Everything don't have to be to money all the time. And they realized that during this corona, so-called corona pandemic. So we preach to idolize those celebrities, and me, I don't idolize. You can be inspired by a celebrity, but I do not subscribe to this, you know, this, you know, idolatry. We uh, idolize those celebrities like you know, like they're fucking gods. And that is bad for us as black people. It is bad for our children. Because they idolize those celebrities too. That's why when the celebrities say something, they're quick to do it. This is why we gotta be very careful how we speak to the youth. Because whatever we tell them, they will do it. And they end up in jail and serving life in jail for for, for nonsense. So this thug culture Thug life, whatever you subscribe to. And then a lot of other races that come to this country, they think everybody, every black person is a thug. Every black man is a thug. No, that's what the media portrayed, But that's not us. That's not how it is. That's not reality. If you sit down with us, we'll let you know that we don't subscribe to this thug life. But the media promoted, they make billions of dollars every year of that thug culture because you have those private prisons who they built, they built those prisons and they invest in those prisons. They all, those, all the politicians, they all invest in those prisons, including some of your pastors. They are investors in those um, prisons, those private prisons. And those private prisons are making millions of dollars or billions of dollars annually because they're getting free labor from those inmates. How can you pay a man 25 cents an hour? That's slave wage. And 2021, you paying this guy 25, 10 cents an hour? That's slave wages. You think slavery is over? No, no, no. We have mental slavery. That is more detrimental than physical slavery. Let me tell you that today. If you didn't know, now you know. So this thug life we practice, we preach to our children. It is detrimental to their mental health, their spiritual health, and their physical health. It is detrimental today. Their whole, uh, their whole health all together we have to do better as black men as black women we we all we got we need to come together and support one another and love one another regardless of our education regardless of our, our financial status regardless of what country you come from what uh, state you come from Okay, regardless of what connection you have we have to come together we all we got. We need to stop this um, thug life mentality. We need to stop. And we need to stop. We need to stop boycotting those people. Whether it's celebrities in our community that promote that. Or the media. We need to stop boycotting the media. Who's promoting this false narrative. This They're preaching this. First it was homosexuality. They're p- preaching um, thug life. Drugs. All that's so why this is why it is essential that we produce our own media independently from Viacom, independently p- uh, produce, and have our own distribution, so that way we don't have to rely on nobody to watch our, our our show. We can take right now with technology, you don't need a big media behind you. Okay, it's good to have them there as a partner or as an investor rather. But as far as you don't need them because you know we live in a global society now, so it is essential that we as black, we need to invest more in our community. Like I said, the guy, the, see Kwame Brown, I'm gonna bring his name up. He dropped a lot of jewels on you guys. He said you spend all your energy degrading a black man when you can be investing in them, those young children, having food drive, you know, and building a, a YMCA. Some of those kids don't have no place to go. Why don't you be sheltered for, for single black men? Hmm. You know about that? Build shelter for single black men who have children. Have you thought about that? Hmm. Now, granted, there are single black women who need the same help also. But the men, we need more help because women get a lot of help in this society, especially in America. They get plenty of help. Why don't you have all those single fathers who their wife had Robin Brian to divorces, and you know, divorce is ranked number one in the world in America, because partly of the feminist movement. So, what I'm saying is that we all we got. We need to invest in each other, regardless of where we're from, regardless of your financial status, regardless of your education status. Okay, regardless of your religious belief. We need to get our feelings and start looking at the problem and fix it. And we, we have the expertise and we have we have the money and we have the know how to do so. You don't need to for your wife Zaddy to come to your rescue. Shout out to Tariq Nasheed. You don't need to you don't need to wait for your wife Zaddy to come to your rescue. We have the expertise, we have the money, and we have the know how to do so. So it is imperative for us to do it. To fix our community. And we need to start telling the media, stop promoting this thug life, this thug life to our women. Now, this thug culture was, it took off in the early 2000s. Then, once the media, once the internet, once the uh, Facebook, all those things take off back in mid 2005, it went global. So, stop promoting those thug cultures, those thug life. Like I said, 98% of black people do not do not subscribe to this thug life. It's a false narrative the media like to create. They create this false narrative that every black man or thug, we subscribe to this thug life. And when you sit down with every uneducated or educated black man, they are gonna tell you, no, we don't subscribe to that. We got real life issues. We got bills to pay. We ain't got time for all this thug life. Uh, but those of us who live this thug life, they want to get out of it. Ask any form against it. Like, yo, dude, I had to do what I had to do. I respect that. But if you say, yo, if I had any option, I would not be a thug. That's not the life. They don't want to be a thug. They want to live out this life. So why why should we promote this thug life? What is so beneficial for us? Is it going to put more money in your pocket? Eh, you can make the argument. Not really. He's going to give you two things. Take you to the cemetery and send you to jail. And he's going to leave your family with no father, no son, no nephew to watch after your kids. And he's going to leave your parents heartbroken, sad. That's what he does, this thug life. I, see, I see anybody, Nobody want to bury their son. No parents that I know, that you know, they don't want to bury their son before, you know, they don't want to do that. They don't want to bury their kids before that time. They don't want to do that because we have get so invested in this thug life culture. This is what I call the redneck culture. We become most of it, you know. They was promoted to music, to you know, against the against the rap in the early '90s. After they promoted to N.W.A. and then Dr. Dre, all those guys. I'm not putting blame on those guys, but they use them as a platform to promote this thug life. And Tupac Shakur is another guy that was really, you know, prominent in the media. And he was promoting Thug Life. So that being said, those young t- children, they follow through with that. They, they follow through with that stuff. So this is why we have to be very mindful how we use our word. Like I said, words are spirit. So we have to be very careful how we use our word towards our kids, throughout the, throughout the media. And those of us who work for the media, we need to stop preaching to the black community and start giving some real life skills stop investing all this preaching your your pastor does that every sunday stop preaching just get let's do let's do work let's go to work like nike said just do it stop preaching to us stop preaching your pastor's been preaching for hundreds of years he got us nowhere so it's time for us to start preaching and stop. it's time for us to start doing stuff. Enough of this preaching stuff. Let's do it. It's time to do it. No preaching because we've been preaching to each other for a hundred of years. So that being said, check me out on Instagram. I'm copper Color underscore cop, copper underscore colored American. Copper colored underscore American on Instagram, you can follow me on Twitter at John Rosenberg, you can follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg once again, support this podcast I want to take this podcast globally, it's going to happen in due time, everything takes time, so Kwame Brown, I would like to interview you brother if you listen to this podcast hit me up, you can send me an email or you can call me, my number is on Instagram at copper Color American copper underscore colored underscore American. We are copper colored. We're not Negro. We're not African American. So anyhow, call me Carmi Brown. Give me a holler. You guys have a great day. A great evening. Take care.